still trying to overdo things Eating up tales, got me dreaming lucid Just bring me back life when I'm wasted Just bring me back life when I'm wasted Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Streaming live on YouTube. You guys can watch the show there. And on Twitch, the channel Miami 560 WQAM. Miami 560 WQAM is where you guys can subscribe. Get a notification every time we go live. You can scroll through the show. Um, and we have clips up there as well. If you guys want some bite-sized form, go check us on out. And uh, Hawkman and Crowder, you guys can watch them there now as well. I don't know when they're starting live, but you guys can watch the uh, Hawkman and Crowder show there in clip form. So uh, shout out to everybody there. Shout out to our Twitchers, uh, the OGs. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate the texters out there. Another guy says, and he does text in on the Kendall Toyota text line, he says, Fangio is not ours until the ink is dry and he pops on the floor like LeBron. He won't buy it until, he sees, him. Won't I- buy it until he sees him on the sidelines. I'd agree with that, but that works both ways, right? So your complaints about him, you know, talking to other teams or whatever, he hadn't signed with them either. Hmm. Reading something, man? You look like you were reading important I was. stuff. I was reading some silly sauce. Got you reading. I got, huh? uh, got taken back. Taken aback. Hey, let's get to some cat talk. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play. Oh, get you that energy up. It's the same time every day, Leroy. And, 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 I, and I send a rundown every day. Rundown? What's that? You know what it is. Game day is. is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. We have the all-star weekend upon us. Yesterday was the alumni game with the Cats. Saw Luongo out there skating, nice. doing his cat thing. Isn't that crazy? He's not going to play goalie. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play goalie either. I'm like, I'm bored. I played goalie my whole life. Yeah. Let me have some fun, baby. Let me get out there. I feel like he was having a lot of fun. Now, question. <clears throat> How well do you think he could skate? I would say. From pr- being a goalie. I would say pretty well. I think he's good skate pretty well because the goalie have to like be able to have crazy skills of moving around very quickly anyway. I mean, but they just go side to side. It's back, not like that, dude. And you're disrespe- not, you're disrespecting dude, the position. No, I'm not. You are. Wait a minute. I've dude. seen Bob go through his whole warm up, dude. It, it would, it would, it would floor you. Okay. I'm telling you, the skills no, it are wouldn't real. Floor me. It wouldn't floor me. Don't do it. It's certainly not flooring anybody he plays against. Why'd you have? Well, I mean, why? How many how many goals do you think I give up if I play goalie? A lot, <laughs> like a lot. If I just if I just stood in the goal, I don't know. But that I'm like I'm, right I'm now, looking right, right now at the atmosphere yeah. last night, and it looked uh, it looked pretty awesome. I think Peter Well had a uh, had a hat trick yesterday because mm. I think the I think the score was like nine. yeah. Hey, guess what? That dude ain't never scored during a real hockey game. <laughs> I mean, come on. He was a he was the uh I know enforcer. enforcer. Yep. I mean, my one of my first Panthers games I went to, um, Peter Ruel got in a fight with the other black guy in the NHL. I was like, this sucks. Black on black crime. <laughs> hey, by the way, yep. last night, yep, the Boston Celtics broke a record. 
What did they do? Most intangibles on the floor at one time. They had the uh, the five intangible lineup. Well, they had three intangibles and two light skinned dudes. Ah, uh, because I thought that was like half of their titles were the all intangibles. I mean, back in the sixties, right? Uh, by the way, speaking of basketball, Miami Heat they are back in action tonight against the New York Knicks. Seven thirty tip off. Coverage begins at six fifteen with preheat. Uh, Dwayne Dedman uh, might get some runs tonight. Orlando Robinson's going to miss some time with a fractured thumb. Um, so he apparently told Ira Winderman, he says he hopes his absence won't, absence won't be measured in weeks. I don't know, dude. I mean, fractured thumb, that doesn't sound too good. I feel like you need that. Let me tell you something. I've had thumb surgery. And... I'm still, you know, I'm just starting to get there. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Uh, so I can't imagine a, a fractured thumb and you dribble. Ira also says that uh, uh, Victor Oladipo was downgraded to doubtful for tonight with an ankle injury. So it looks I mean, like, he's played a lot of games in a row, hasn't he? Uh, Yeah, I don't feel like he's missed time. He's He's been out there, so he yeah. uh, he might miss tonight. It sounds like he's going to miss tonight. Big Yurt. We'll probably come back All Star um, break after the All Star break. Yeah, because they're gonna go on the road trip and then it's the All Star break and then after that. So he's got three weeks maybe. Um and as far as the Knicks are concerned, no crazy injuries for them. So we'll keep a lookout on uh, on that. And uh, you know, I-, I love beating the New York Knicks. It always makes me the Mecca, bro. Did you hear what Kendrick they, Perkins had to say I last question? Time? Can fans be so bad that you hate their team, even if you don't dislike anybody on the team? Yes. That's what the Knicks Definitely. are to you. It's kind of how I feel. It's kind of like the Celtics right now. I don't really hate a lot of the Celtics players. It's not like when Paul Pierce and Garnett were here. Right, um, but it's just Boston. It's just Boston. It's it's their right. fans. I don't, I, I I don't, particu- I don't particularly hate Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. I think they are all seem like good dudes. Awesome. Right, Marcus Smart. I can get a little. I can get a little. Yeah, Marcus Smart. He's kind of one of those guys. And who's the uh, the chunky one? Grant Um, Williams. Oh, he doesn't even like. He's another one though. You know what? He just looks bad in a basketball uniform. Like I I saw him. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, he's not fat. He looks so fat. Some people just don't wear basketball uniforms well. Isn't it weird though? Like he just looks like. uh, I don't know. Um, but you hear this from uh, speaking of. Bigger basketball players. They're going to say Celtic show ponies. Also Celtic show ponies. Kendrick Perkins, Big Perk. Big Perk. So uh, Big Perk yesterday on ESPN had an interesting uh, comment about the Clippers. He was talking about the Clippers and then talking about that they need to fix a point guard and then just kind of had a throwaway line but sounds like he knows something but a lot of people also don't believe Kendrick Perkins. But it had to re- it had to do with Kyle Lowry and the Miami Heat. And uh, this was him yesterday on uh, NBA Countdown. I mean, they got the money at the point guard position. When you think about what John Wall and Reggie Jackson is making, you know, Kyle Lowry is not seeing eye to eye with the you know the Miami Heat over there. Him and Ty Lue are good friends. That could be a perfect fit for him. He don't he don't have to come in to do much again. Mm. Just run the offense. What do you uh, make of that, Leroy, from uh, Kendrick Perkins? Um. He made a he made a, a a pretty good point. And you notice 
even when um even when Jimmy talks about the team, he don't mention Kyle. Which is crazy, right? Um, I mean, well, he was asked that that question about Jimmy. He was specifically asked about Bam and Tyler. Right. You know he loves okay. Kyle. That's his guy. Right. Um, I mean, hell, Jimmy's the reason he's here. You know, people always talk about like, yeah. oh, you know, LeBron and input on the on the roster and things like that. Like, Kyle Lowry's here because Jimmy Butler wanted him on the Heat, and the Heat made that move for their star. They wanted to get him a true point guard, similarly to mm-hmm. what the theory would be for him in L.A. with the Clippers. That's what the Heat wanted to do. It's just, you know, there has he could, there's here, been development elsewhere. Here's here's the problem, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong on this. If the other three guys have been scoring, and I mean whether it's Struess or Dunks, who's hurt right now, Tyler, Bam, and Jimmy, if they were doing their normal scoring and shooting the ball average, we wouldn't be having these conversations about Kyle. Because you feel like what is because we would be paying attention to all the other stuff. But because they're struggling scoring. Now we're looking at other guys to pick up that slack. And Kyle is one of those guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, that's that's what he was supposed to be, though. Like, his he's basically – I feel like the thing with him that's interesting is he feels very, I, I guess, accepting of deferring in uh, on the lineup. Like, there's never – happens to a lot of guys when they come here, though. I don't understand that, though. Like, he's the point guard. You know, like it, he has the ball. Matter, like, it's not like he never has the ball. Here. But let's not act like we haven't seen this before. I don't know what it is about this team and how they do things, but guys that come in are reluctant to just take it and go. But either way. It's, it's not the first time we've seen this. When he says, though, like they don't see eye to eye, you know, I mean, is. Of course not. Kyle Shorten and everybody. Well, that's fair. That's true. But also, is Kyle, uh, you know, loose lips? Is he chirping about it to some some people? Like, I mean, he's mentioned he mentioned that stuff to to you know he'd like to have a, a bigger role. It just is like he he recon- I think he almost recognizes that the role mm-hmm. isn't what it, it he probably thought it was going to be here. I don't think it's like right. a I don't, I don't think he holds anything ill against the Heat, right? You know, but it's but I think it's just I think it's just evolving that way. But is it our fault though, dude, or is it the fact that like he's just not what he used to be? It's possible. I mean, I don't think he's what he used to be. Yeah. So like, I mean, isn't that the natural progression for you to have less playing time dependent on less when you not you're not the player you used to be? Yes, but I think also he might look at it and say that the reason I'm not what I used to be is because I'm in a place that doesn't utilize me. Oh, I think that's always the thing with basketball players. They're like, well, you know, is it is it me declining or is it the the opportunity but i don't think they i don't think we got to a point of kyle lowry not playing in fourth quarters because the heat wanted to take away opportunity i think they think he's not as good because it's not like eric spolcher doesn't respect kyle lowry like he he you know he he very much respects his credentials and and thinks that he's a you know thinks a lot of what he's done in this game i think that he just thinks it's not the best thing for them to win late in games that's why he doesn't play I can understand that, but but we we seem to be talking about like we see spurts of it where Kyle just decides I'm gonna go score some points. 
And and I think that at times we wonder why can't he be this aggressive and more aware of the situation when everybody else isn't making buckets that maybe he needs to go ahead on and be more aggressive when he see the shooting isn't going well. And that is a legitimate complaint. But the fact that he doesn't score as much as we would like has more to do with the lack of scoring by other guys and not by Kyle Lowry. I just think also, though, like, okay, we see as far as like, we'll see that with Jimmy too. Like, Jimmy will take, you know, a step back on a game and, you know, because Tyler's cooking or Bam's cooking. And Mm -hmm. then if something starts struggling, he knows, okay, this is the time to turn it on. I just don't know if Kyle has that gear anymore. I don't know if he has that. Oh, we saw it like that one Pelicans game where it was like, oh, man, Kyle really took over there. Things were struggling. Like, we never see that with him. It's not like there's not dead spots for this team where he can turn things around. Now, in credit to him, there were his only buckets, but that last game against Cleveland, Miami had gone on like – they had gone ice cold, and he had a goose egg in the first half, and he hit a couple of big threes and set Jimmy up. And But I, I'm wondering why that's not there more. It just feels like the, the – that's the, And that's those, a those, question, but – Those spurts are just so minimal from him, and I – and. When you have your hands on the basketball, when you're the, when you're the quarterback of the team, you got to have a better feel for. Why it. doesn't he right. feel more empowered to go do that? He's not like he's not like I know you mentioned the Chris Bosh. Like, okay, but I get Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh is a power forward center. Like, you need the ball thrown to him. It's not like Chris Bosh is going to ISO at the top of the key. Kyle right. Lowry has the basketball and will pass up open threes and will. Just decide, all right, Tyler, you go take this possession. Jimmy, you go to this possession. So it's not like it's not in his hands. That's the thing that's confusing about it when he talks about role and, oh, it's all these guys. Like but, you, You're the initiator. But here's the other thing. You're not complaining about his ability. You're complaining about the decisions that he's making, which is two different things, right? You want him to, to be more aggressive more often. And, you know, we look at a box score and determine that he's just not that guy anymore, but we're having a whole different conversation. Yeah, but is he making those decisions because he also doesn't think he's got that same skill in him? Like he doesn't have that. I mean, that, that... Like, dude, you just can't pull up random threes and say, okay, I'm going to go make a couple of threes now. You can always be that guy. What What we need to understand is why he isn't that guy more. And I would say that in the past, he's never had to be that guy because everybody else was doing their thing. But when it starts falling off from what the other guys are doing, he needs to pick up that slack. And I think he's not being aggressive enough in those moments. We'll take a quick break, you guys. Oh, God. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't have it anymore. We'll take a quick break. You guys can text at 305-567-0560. We're going to talk to a power slapper in like 20 minutes. I'm excited about that. More shenanigans on the other side. Because girls is players too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause All right, girls welcome back. Too. Tobin and Leroy here with you. 560 WQAM. 
And we're giving away a dual number custom jersey signed by Mark Duper and Mark Clayton, plus a meet and greet with the Marks Brothers at Sinbad Sports in the shops of Pember Gardens this Saturday from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Maybe you go there and you tell the Marks Brothers, hey, fangs up. Ooh. Maybe you let them know. Yeah. Go to SinbadSports.com for details, and you guys can enter the contest now by texting the word SINBAD to 20357. That's SINBAD to 20357. And if you're right, you're in it for a chance to win. And SINBAD is S-I-N-B-A-D. Text that to 20357. I don't know where Leroy went. He's off missing. I don't know, but it's going to take He's him a sleeping. long time to get back. We're going to talk to a, a power slapper coming up in about 15 minutes. Vern Cathy. He's on Dana White's power slap road to the championship. I didn't know that they had an ultimate fighter house type thing going on in there. I didn't know. Something either. tells me about a power slap house. It's, uh, yeah, you know, it, it feels like you get a little gnarly. So we'll talk to him about that. Mm. If you guys are just tuning in, the big news, Vic Fangio, according to Adam Schefter, is officially going to take the Miami Dolphins defensive coordinator position after the Super Bowl, after uh, flirtation with other teams. Fangs is coming to Miami. Goosey's galore, dude. I always knew he had it in him. You said. You always knew, right? Always knew, dude. Goosey's. I always knew. Minus one for lying. Why? What? Minus one for lying. That's terrible, Tobin. Guys, says I'm with Tobin. He only has the Dolphins' best interest in mind. Agreed. That's all I was trying to do, dude. That's it. That's all yep. I was trying to do. That's it. You know, no <laughs> harm. Heart. Hey, Leroy, mm-hmm. guess what? No harm, no foul. He's here. Tell that to LeBron. What about him? What's the foul? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> still, damage was done, though. Yeah, for sure. For Fangio, though, you know, get in the lab. Who are you most excited on defense for him to, to get his hands on? Holland, Wilkins, Sealer. What kind of um, specialist is he? I would be I, – I, I'm wondering if the Dolphins don't start using that wide nine because you have very athletic uh, DNs and you have two inside guys who create a lot of push. I wonder if he's going to say, hey – uh, first day of class. Let's all some. Uh, it's if we really want to get after it on defense. First thing you got to do: chew some glass. Really? Yeah, dude. Dude, That's, can I can I just chew say, some glass, dude? That's how you got to get it going. Yeah. Can I just say this? Your version of what you think football is is hilarious. What? What do you mean? You think guys are in there chewing glass? You yeah, think dude. guys – no, that – okay. Okay, I got you. You're ridiculous. Some high praise for this, man. Just saw an article that says Vic Fangio, the most influential DC in the modern NFL. Now, he's a dolphin. <laughs> God wants to know his only fangs back up. You better, You better believe it, baby. Was it ever down? It was just on hold. We were waiting for the grand opening. Gotcha. Now it's here. It's all here for us, baby. I'm excited. Yeah. 
Does this mean we're going to make any acquisitions, or are we just okay with what we have kind of thing? I would say they're probably going to look into a linebacker. I mean, look, it's going to be interesting what they got going on in the whole secondary, right? Like, you know, Byron Jones didn't play. Cater Kohu had a nice rookie season. Do they believe he can back that up? Xavier Howard really feels like he's got to bounce back, even though he's a pro bowler, strangely enough. Um, and then, you know, you got to feel like the front is set. I don't know. It'd be interesting what they're going to do with Agba because Agba's coming in. You know, they, they gave Agba money last year. He really was a non-factor where a year before that he was like their best player on defense. Didn't he tear his bicep as well or something like that? I don't remember what his injury was, but it was a uh, – but he really just wasn't effective and then, yeah, was shut down for the year. So does he come Oof. in right right away? Torn tricep. Torn tricep. Yikes. Yeah, it happens a lot. But then if you – in 2019, he tore his right pectoral muscle. So, I don't know, he keeps tearing a lot of stuff in his Call arm. that the J.J. Watt. Oh. Just, keep cha- just keep tearing muscles. Yeah. Well. Stop playing in the woods. <laughs> I think that's what he does. It's your fake log house with an elevator. <laughs> uh, it's the fanciest cabin known to man. I think need Lamping. Back too. It is glamping. We're just glamping. Mal B says, uh, are you happy now, Tobin? Jeez. Fangs up? At least hey, you signed glamping? it off fangs up. I don't up. know what glamping is. It's like a fancier it's like fancy camping. camping, yeah. You know, like glamorous it, camping? Yeah, glamorous camping. Glamping. So, still the woods to me, dude. You know, I thought it's that. It's just a lot more comfortable, and you're not on the ground, technically. Like, I don't think nobody camps on the ground anymore. Nah. Is everybody glimpse? Except Tobin, who stayed in a trailer park. Uh, that's that's doing, Mrs. Tobin's. That was Mrs. The, Tobin's the right fault. Way, you know? She told me it was a cabin. I'm like, yeah, dude. It was an outhouse. It was a trailer. <laughs> it's, it's a cabin that you could hitch to your truck and yeah, go home with. This is a trailer, dude. There's, you know, Bubba's riding through with a golf cart. Welcome. What y'all doing here? <laughs> Got some shine out back if you into that. Yes. Shine's more for the uh, for Tennessee. Oh, that was good. I miss that so much. I, I think about moonshine every it's day. It's like drinking dragon breath. It's so good. Yum. One, J-Fig, that's a problem. Good. Two, have you drank dragon breath? It's it's like I've drank dragon's milk. Okay. Amazing. Guy says, I hope Fangs on? can teach these guys how to tackle the quarterback better. <laughs> Look, he had Bradley Chubb. That's an exciting thing. Nice. He gets Bradley Chubb back. And so, and hopefully, you know, this is... But I, I do feel like, look, Chubb didn't get after the quarterback like we thought he was going to, but... He seemed almost like he was a little banged up, didn't he? Yeah, Like, that, he just didn't have a burst. That, and also just, like, it did feel like as soon as he got here, Jalen Phillips got a lot better. Like, it, it did. It felt like the pass rush did get better if he necessarily wasn't racking up the numbers. Right. And, that, and that's the thing we have to pay attention to from a defensive side is that Sometimes the guy that you pay to get the sacks don't necessarily get the sacks, but if he's freeing up other guys and they're making plays, he's just as important. Yeah. But we tend to just look at the numbers, um, which is even more amazing at what Christian Wilkins did um, this year, simply because we always talk about, you know, DN or D tackles as guys who are, 
causing a disturbance for the other guys to make plays, yet he made his own plays from that position. That last, The last guy we had like that, that everybody thought that's the way it was going to be, was Indomitian Sue. Right. And he freed up a lot of things for Olivier Vernon, which ended up getting him a big contract. Right, exactly. So, yeah, that that um, you, you gotta have to you kind of have to pay attention to the overall uh, importance of a guy, not just look at his numbers. Some guy says only rich people camp. Is that true? Yeah, is that? I think. Only Can rich- I just say this? <clears throat> I see a lot of tents under the bridge. When I grew up in the hood and I was broke. I yeah. cherish lights in the house. So I wasn't going to give that up to go sleep in some woods. Sorry. W- would you glamp? Like, what if Big Spoon wanted to go glamp? You know what my version of glamping was? Hmm? Going to, to Hattiesburg and seeing my dad's family who lived in the woods with the little string lights and wild animals hanging from their porch every time we went there. Kind of animals that didn't there. seem like yeah. it was all that glamping. It seemed terrifying. Kind of hang- what kind of uh, animals do they have? Yeah. Let's see. Deer. We there was deer, um, squirrel, Ugh. um. They had a couple of gators a couple of times. Of course. Yeah, but that's that's you know what it look. In my in my neck of the woods, if it bled, somebody was gonna saute it over garlic and butter and eat it. They ate everything. Yeah. So, you know. Somebody's saying, uh, still couldn't tackle the QB, though. They got there and let the QB get away. Yeah, I mean, it happened. Like, uh, listen, Josh Allen is tough to sack. It's tough to bring down. Yeah. He's a yeah, moose. Yeah, well, what about you? You think they're a little shell shocked? Because when they did sack the quarterback, he got a flag called on him. Yeah, that was annoying. Right. That was an annoying thing, for sure. Guy says, uh, well, Miami have a top 10 offense and defense. They had top 10 offense this year. It's a big jump up. I feel like they have the talent for it, though. I feel like that's, that's I, the appeal I of Fangs. Like, he's supposed to be the guy who can put it all together because the talent seems like it's there. Let's be clear. Here's what happened defensively. When you start having a lot of younger players have to play in the secondary – you have to be a little more careful with what you do defensively. And I think that played a large role in why the defense wasn't as good. Yep. Because you had a lot of young players in the secondary. And if you notice, once they felt comfortable with, you know, what those guys were doing in the secondary, it picked up. We'll take a quick break. Going to talk a little power slap coming up. All right. Vern and Kathy. One of the stars of Dana White's new show, Power Slap, Road to the Championship. We'll talk to him coming up next. WQAM. Boom. There we are. If I don't slap the hell out of you on national television. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, All right, welcome back, everybody. Don't call it Tobin a and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Take you up until 2 o'clock here today. Been talking a lot about Miami Dolphins officially getting Vic Fangio, according to Adam Schefter. So it's been the news of the day. Miami Heat, they're back in action tonight, taking on the New York Knicks. You, of course, can hear that game here on 560 later on today. 615 preheat with Solana, getting you ready for all the action. We should find out tonight 
about the All-Stars, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, will they make the squad? But let's head out to the Toyota of Hollywood guest oh, line. Yeah. Shop over 1,500 Toyota's indoors at one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Now, Leroy and I were talking about this yesterday. I was watching last night's episode, and that is Power Slap, Road to the Title. It's Dana White's new venture. And uh, we got one of the power slappers on, one of the best in the world, I think he would say. Vernon Cathy, a.k.a. Vercules, joining us here on the show. Vern, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm going good. Everything's going great. All right, man. How the hell do you get into this? You know, everybody's talking about power slap. It's it's going viral everywhere. How does one find out that they are good at slapping somebody across from them and, and trying to knock them out? Well, um, for sure, you just you need to have an MMA background of some sort. Uh, you need to understand that you're going to get hit. And um, they actually contacted me, so I was very fortunate on that side. And you, like, were you hesitant to this? Did you jump at this, you know, were you doing this before the Dana White show? Like, what, like, I guess, led to you agreeing to it? Oh, it, it's no problem for me. I'm, I'm really, you know, I accept a challenge, like any challenge. And, uh, yeah, I was just like, they called, and I was like, okay, we're doing that. Yeah, I'll be there. So, now I didn't hesitate. This is it's a mindset of you guys, right? You you're gonna be doing something in the fight game, regardless of what it is. Is MMA? Yes. You got yeah. boxing, it, like slapping. You need to be physical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even at this, I mean, if they called me in three months and like, hey, we need you to do a UFC fight, I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> So you had a you had a fighting background before this, Vern. Like that was uh, that you you were used to uh, to contact in in this type of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I fought for years, and then uh, you know I had kids and family life hit. So then you know just things backed off, and then they knew who I was and contacted me, and they knew I wouldn't back down. So yeah, here we are. But like, okay, so the one that went went viral with you is this big fella. He's got the skull tattoo. And you drop this guy like a sack of potatoes, man. Like, like, what is the strategy to being, I guess, good at this? Oh, it's just, it's the perfect hit. You know, it's even in MMA, everyone's searching for that perfect hit. We're just, you know, tuning it down to, you know, one, one hit at a time. So. And like, have you found the secret sauce to it? Like, what is uh, the thing that seems to work for you? Um, it's, it's just, uh, I don't know if you've read some of my bios, like I did the Highland games. So there's a, a weight for distance that you throw. And when you throw it, it's kind of like discus and you come up. And, you know, I did that for years. So it was just a natural technique for me. This is like I'm I'm just floored at how just nonchalant and how much you enjoy. Like just, you know, clearly you can take a hit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it just seems like there's something more to that than just taking a hit. Because, like, we've seen guys barely get hit in boxing or in a UFC, and they're out cold. Yet, it doesn't really happen as much as you would think with two guys just standing across from each other hitting. Is there, uh, like, it, what separates, it, it, you know, a guy being able to withstand a UFC hit and and not being able to stand across somebody and get slapped. Because to me, it all seems, you know, very similar in that the trauma that goes into getting hit is very similar. Well, 
Well, you know, they keep on saying there's no defense, but technically, so you know it's coming. So you're able to like tighten your whole body, your neck, your jaw, everything. And when you see someone get knocked out in MMA or boxing, it's always like, you know, they were slipping a hook or something like that. And the guy came over the top and they just weren't ready for it. So I I believe we, I mean, yeah, we're going to get knocked out, but we're, we're clenching our whole body. We're our jaw, our neck, everything. So I think we have a little advantage, but you're still giving a perfect hit on someone. So you have to be just ready for it. Cause that's been a lot of the criticism, Vern is like, they think that this is, you know, and this happens with everything. This happened with mixed martial arts. This happened with bare knuckle. People are saying, well, this is, you know, a lot of the Twitter criticism has been, well, this is barbaric because you can't defend this. This is just basically CTE on television again. So, like, what do you say, I guess, to those criticisms of people saying, like, this this is too far, where you're just allowing people to take big shots and get knocked silly? Like, there's no, there's no sport to this. Well, I'm, I'm open to the criticism, and I always tell people, you know, without people questioning things, we're never going to fix problems. But at a certain point, you know, you have to understand there's two people that are willing to do this. And we understand the consequences, so you just have to let them go forward. They, they, this is this is. I don't care what people say about UFC or boxers being tough and having a a, a, a tough chin and all that. This is the toughest physical thing there is. Like just standing yeah. there and taking a hit. Like nothing says I'm a badass. Like getting slapped <laughs> and just standing there and just staring at the guy. Yeah, I mean, I have to. I have to give the guy credit that I hit because he didn't move a bit. So he was the best competitor I could have. He he was the best competitor I could have. Is that intimidating when you when you reach back and hit somebody and they just eyeball you? Oh yeah, yeah. Because because then you got to switch you got to switch modes instantly into getting hit. So yeah, it's like your your emotions are going back and forth. You're like you're ready, and they're like, oh man, this is gonna this is gonna happen now. Vern, what is uh, what is it like doing this whole show uh, on such a big stage? Dana White there and all of that. Like, is it uh, is it nerve wracking at all? You seem like a very cool customer. This doesn't seem like it's getting to you very much. Was there any nerves before? Uh, you know, the first time there's cameras and bright lights and everybody recording you doing this. No, the the fight didn't bother me. You know, I uh, I'm able to block everything out and just do my job. It was all the in between stuff. You know, it's like. Uh, you know, doing daily footage, uh, filming stuff, like all the questions and everything like that. Uh, competition was the easy side. Uh, the filming was probably the hardest of it. Can you tell me more about these Highland games? Like, what the hell is that? How do you get into these old school Scottish, Irish games? Like, w- what is this, man? So it, it's actually really big, but a lot of people don't know about it. Like, during the summer, you could go somewhere in America every weekend and compete. They're really low level, and then they have professional guys. So, I mean, you can – they're just a traditional strongman competition. You know, we, we throw a caber, which is the big telephone pole. Uh, we actually take a pitchfork in one competition. We throw a, a, a bale of straw over a bar, and then stone throws and weight throws, traditional hammer throws. I mean, it's just – it's a traditional strongman event that they did in Scotland, you know, years ago to find out who is the best, you know – not athlete, but warrior in a sense back then. So like, with like, did you grow up doing track or like, or, or something like that? Like, how did you get into old school strongman competition? Yeah. 
so I did powerlifting for years. I ran track and I was never a thrower. Actually, I was a, I was a sprinter and uh, I ran against Jordy Nelson for six years. Cause he lived, he lives just like 45 minutes away from me. So we competed all the way through high school. So I actually never threw until after high school when I got bigger and I was like, well, I think I could do this. So, man, well, look, man, you're doing, I, uh, I tip my hat off to you because uh, I, see somebody, <laughs> I see these guys getting slapped and I take it personal, right? Slapping is like <laughs> slap. I'd rather get punched in the face than slapped. And, man, and, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll, I, a slap and a hook are the most dangerous things. I mean, a straight across, like all those, I'll, I'll take, I'll eat one of those all day long. But a slap and a hook, that's where you're going to get the, the really bad hit. Well, uh, go watch uh, Vernon Cathy on Dana White's Power Slap Road to the Title, TBS Wednesday nights, 10 o'clock down here in Miami. Appreciate the time, man. We're going to be rooting for hey. you the whole way, and uh, yep. it's cool to hear your story, and we look forward to watching you. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. There you go. Vern, strong hey, chin. Hey, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to chalk this up to things that white people do. That's, that's all I can say. Hey, Bubba, let's go out back and slap the crap out of each other. You don't know that, dude. We can look Let at the whole. Let me get another beer. You don't know that the there's no black okay. people on the roster. Let me, let, me, let me ask you a question. What? When was the last time you seen a black dude in a kilt tossing a telephone pole? Well, not nah, I, I haven't seen that. <laughs> not yet. They still I haven't seen that as of now. Well, wait, but that doesn't mean what? they can't get into power hey, slap for sure. Hey, I've seen black um, people from England. Isn't that a savage? Wasn't that Charles Savage? Twenty one. True. Charles Oakley was a big slapper. Maybe Charles Oakley, like he <laughs> okay. just gets into this. No, you guys got a bit wrong though. He's an athlete. I'm looking at these stats from the 2003 Kansas State Track and Field Championships. Yeah, they have that information online. Wow. And he's only a couple spots behind Jordy Nelson. That's Jordy crazy. Nelson, by the way. Impressive performance. I must he say. was fast. I didn't realize he ran a four or five. Yeah, he was intangible. Four yeah. or five. Yep. That's it. Yeah, I mean, but look in, in Kansas State in two thousand three. That's all you needed. Maybe he shook Dude, people. I, I look at the two hundred meter. Vern was fifth. Maybe he. I ran uh, that at two twenty five. Maybe he. Uh, maybe he <laughs> shook people with uh, deception. You know, they weren't expecting uh, it. Listen, I will tell you what. There ain't no fainting. And slap like you can't fake. No, nope. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> it's right in front. Can you call a no timeout? Ooh, what if I call a timeout? I'm about to smack him, and I'm like, timeout, timeout, timeout. Get in his brain. <laughs> no, Get in his brain. God. Try to freeze Wait, the slapper. The, the most impre- the, the the hardest thing, and I think this is what people like can probably understand, is when he talks about going from offense to defense. So just imagine you slap somebody across the face. Oof. Bam! And he just sitting there. Oh, and he just eats it? Right. Oh, and then God. now you go, and now you look over at him and he go, my turn. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> and you gotta, you gotta take you. say <laughs> so you gotta get your neck. Get your neck. I'm honestly just shook on Twitter right now where somebody just asking the question simply, wait, is only fangs real? Uh, great. <laughs> great. Look what you've started. Wait, I got one even better for you. So I was uh, I was messing around. I was perusing on on the chat. And uh he said 
if the outdoors is so great, why all the bugs are trying to get in my house? <laughs> that's one thing about camping you can't that's escape a good point. those bugs yeah yeah bugs he, and on. and i replied i said that's glamping to them it yeah. is that's true <laughs> it's it's uh you you know, the code. it's not a, it's not a light like, that listen, just burns them and they're probably them. looking at look at these dumb people they put all their garbage in one spot we ain't even got to go search they just fly in the house and go in their trash all uh, the food is there We'll take a quick break. We got Goosies, no Goosies coming up next hour. Final hour of the program. Back after this.